What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 52 of Buckets of Duckets. I am your host, Chase Myers, in Seattle, Washington. Every week, I talk to my best friend and fellow comedian down there in Louisiana, the one, Josh Watts. Good evening, shitheads. It's your boy, the Mohawk Meat Castle and host of tonight's show, uh, Matt Lauer. I am here tonight uh, to bring you a brand new episode of Where Are They Now? Sit back, enjoy, call a friend, smash that like button, and subscribe. Cool. You really want to be Matt Lauer? You know what? (laughs) Matt Lauer's not a good one. (laughs) No, dude, I had a whole different name in my head until until it just came out Matt Lauer, and then I was like, well, I guess I'm Matt Lauer now. Yeah. Well, you remember probably uh, what Matt Lauer said too. Matt Lauer probably, well fuck, I I'm Matt Lauer well, now. Fuck, I guess God I guess damn. I'm goddamn Matt Lauer. I <laughs> guess I guess I have a button on my desk that locks the door if an intern comes in here. I guess I'm Matt Lauer. <laughs> Do you what? know that? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because he got fired from the first off, it's the Hold today on. Matt show. Lauer is my hero, so what is <laughs> Well What are well, you about to say to me? That's gonna change over, That's a Matt Lauer action figure right there. <laughs> so what are you about to tell me? Who, buddy? Uh, I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to sit down. Now man, he went out. all hardcore on Tom Cruise about Scientology. That's what I remember. Yeah, but well, also that? Also, uh, he he's uh, very inappropriate around the ladies, uh, and he and he he lost uh, he lost his job because of it. And uh, yeah, the creepiest detail of it was that he literally had a button on his desk that would shut the door and lock it when people would come in. Um, How yeah. bad is that when you have a button that lo- like you have a button on your desk that locks the door and keeps the intern trapped inside? And Donald Trump just has a button that brings him Diet Coke. And look at how evil we think Donald Trump is. And his button just brings him Diet Coke. It doesn't lock yeah. women into their fate. Bro, I mean, the person, like, Can we take the top ask... again? I don't want to be Matt Lauer. <laughs> no, Can I do Matt You Gannon? Matt Lauer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you white, you Matt Lauer, okay? That's... <laughs> <laughs> a role models reference nobody's gonna remember Boom. Uh, but uh yeah can you imagine um that was a funny movie like, that was that was a great movie I, I i just can't imagine being like asking for that like the desk didn't come that way you had to like in your mind go you know what i need and then <laughs> you had to, to explain it to, to somebody and then they had to go okay they had you to be had, like yeah they i probably have, had to I do have, like price checks like consultations yeah. where like he got different estimates where the they called like, up okay. donald trump's diet coke guy <laughs> and asked him how much his cost and he was like and yeah but what was... if it's a little more sexual harassment what if it's that what if is there like an extra charge for extra creepy or so you want it to do what and bring diet coke no no no. forget the diet coke part all right <laughs> diet coke has nothing to do with this <laughs> all this thing all this button brings is ptsd that's all i want this button to bring <laughs> I just want to ruin a bright future. That's all I want. I just want to assert my dominance and Ugh. act like I run shit. That's what I want. Yeah, man, well, that happened. Uh, that happened during the pandemic, like during well, the lockdown. Let me go. Happened. Let me go on the record as uh, fuck you, Matt Lauer. <laughs> yeah. How about <laughs> Did that? that? Really? That was during the pandemic. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm Pierce Morgan now. How about that? <laughs> Pierce Morgan never did anything wrong. Pierce Morgan's great, right? What did he ever do? Right. You remember that guy that wore the bow ties on TV? What was his name? Tucker Carlson? I'll be Tucker Carlson. I'm Tucker Carlson. A true American hero. And you're watching oh, Buckets little, of Duckets. What's that little short guy with the giant shoulders? Ben Shapiro? Boom! Huh? Me too. Come on, I, I brought you. it because of ben, ben Shapiro. Do you know who I'm talking about? Ben I do know. Shapiro. <laughs> I do know. But I said trap hero. I uh he's the one that sings WAP, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, he isn't was that the one that's... that <laughs> he was the one that <laughs> did the dramatic Watching. reading of WAP. <laughs> that's the best piece of video content he's ever put out. <laughs> ever. Ever. I he fucking like... hope everybody understands all the shit we're talking about right now. Cause I I I feel like these are things people know, but they might be you forgot Matt Lauer was Probably a creep, not. so Yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right. Hey, you guys remember Tiger King? So let's get into that. 
let's get into that, man. Why won't Trump pardon that man? You know what I'm saying? If there, if there was ever a man worthy of pardon, it was the one feeding people <laughs> leftover Walmart meat. That is is who we need back out there. I want to pet a tiger. Um, all right. Guys, this is the show. This is what we fucking do. If you don't understand that by now, I'm sorry. Uh, podcast, podcast listeners, uh, go ahead, subscribe, uh, leave comment, leave a review. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, guess what? We got another five star. Put your finger down, Josh. Got a five right. star. Don't worry. Hey, hey. Josh is ready. Josh is about to come through this Zoom screen and whoop all your asses. I saw it on his face. I had to call. I had to call the dogs off for you. Okay. So this note: a five star review every week keeps Josh off your ass. Okay. So I appreciate Woo! you guys doing that. Uh, we got another one this week. That's four out of five weeks. You guys are fucking killing Boom. it. But here's here's the thing. Uh, the person that did, this is a situation where we know we know the person that uh, the, left this review. I I will absolutely and read then. it. I have it right here. Uh, so five stars, Apple Podcasts. Uh, this podcast will get you a wife pregnant. That is uh, that's the head, and it's true. Uh, we have we 100%. Have got many many a married women pregnant. It has yep. happened. So many dudes want to kick our ass, but they can't. <laughs> they just can't. They can't. And, they, How are you gonna I'm fight sorry. a mountain? You, you can't. You can't fight and, a mountain and win. And it's frustrating for them because they want to defend their woman's honor, but it turns out that they, you know, they there's nothing that they can turns do. Turns out the greatest honor of their woman's life was getting pregnant with a buckets of ducket baby. You have a baby. To say, you're fucking. You're made. Made. We're just made. giving out CEOs. That's what we're doing. Okay. You come in contact with us, your baby's gonna be somebody. Gonna be somebody. Uh, all right, and then he wrote, uh, the potency of these two comedians should be trifled, should not be trifled with. Weird way of phrasing it. I download iTunes, which is not a thing, uh, <laughs> just a five-star of this podcast. Woo! Uh, uh, Apple Podcast is now what it's called. Uh, this was left by a friend of ours. Morgan is always right. And, uh... Nice try, Morgan. You still a shit bucket. You know nope. that. You know that. You, you knew goddamn good and well when we saw it was your name on there. You weren't getting shit for that. I don't even want the credit. For, I don't even want the stars for that. I'm gonna call Steve Jobs as soon as this podcast is over and tell him to race that. I don't need that cheap pandering bullshit from you. Morgan is always right. Walking around, his life was made the day he walked around behind you in an episode of this podcast. Check the archives. You'll see it. it's called the episode Morgan Interrupts Every Goddamn Thing We Do. Check it out. I think it's episode 27. Morgan, right? Yeah. That's all, That was the brightest day of your life was when you got to stand in our shade. Jesus Christ. You know how you're trying to hop on here? Get out of here. No. 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 Uh, YouTube people, what's up? Uh, make, you, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, like, leave a comment, the whole thing. And look. Morgan, you know you're cool, but telling, we got to give you shit. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Get a friend, and then tell them. Okay, you shit buckets. <laughs> How about you go out there and make a friend? Leave your house. Okay, bring this <laughs> podcast with you, and and share it with somebody, and you will have instant friendship. Okay, that'd be great. Look at the friendship me and Josh have. How? How could you show somebody our friendship and not immediately have friendship with somebody new? Okay. Oh yeah. And dude, then like, the added bonus. That. If that person is a married woman, they will now be pregnant. So you're bringing so many joys to their life. They get a new friend. They get a new baby, a brighter future. I, Birthing CEOs. I can't I can't sell it any better than that. I just can't. Wet uh, dicks, hard pussies, birthing CSOs. That's what happens when you listen to this podcast. I said CFOs. Sometimes... We can't, it can't, it can't always be a CEO. I mean, nature just doesn't work like that. Every once in a while, you can get a CFO or a COO. It's just the way it goes. All right. Everybody misfires once or twice. Yeah. But our misfires still hit pretty high. So that works out. Uh, Josh, what's up with you, man? Uh, Chase, do you know the phrase, you, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain? Chase, I think I'll become yeah. a villain. I, that seems impossible. As, as unlikely as it seems, Chase. <laughs> what think, are you telling me right now? Let me explain the story. I'm going to lay it out to you from the beginning. 
Try to be okay. unbiased about it and see how you feel about it. Uh, I I just can't because I refuse to believe that you did something that it's can hard, make you right. All right, man, I'm ready. What you got? So I pulled up at the YMCA, uh, which is the gym okay. I go to. If you don't know, the YMCA stands for Young Men's Christians Association. Uh, yeah. I mentored like five young Christians on my way into the weights. I stopped my walk in and mentored like five youths. And steered them onto the path of golden CFO-ness. Uh, <laughs> I pulled into the YMCA one day. And yeah. I pulled into a handicap It's a place you could go. Because I have handicap plates. I pay to go there. I pay to go there. But I tell you what, even if I didn't, who's going to stop me? Huh? All right, that, hold on. I don't want to start sounding like a villain before I even tell the story. <laughs> so I pull into the <laughs> handicap spot at the YMCA. Because right. I am a handicapped disabled veteran. As decided by the United States government. But people like to challenge me about my handicap parking status. Uh, they'll either say something to me or they like to walk around and look at my plate and then see. Because when I get out and this Mohawk meat castle gets out of a car, there's no way that this is disabled. You know what I mean? So right. they, 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 their brain can't wrap around it. But Chase, I told myself the next time somebody says something to me about my handicap, Instead of just being like, yeah, well, or making a joke about it, I'm going to challenge him. And I told myself, for the podcast, I was going to say, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Okay, that's the challenge. All right. But what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I'm right there. What are you going to do about it? No, no, no. No, no, no. Not go tell them or call anybody. What are you going to do about it? And I just told myself that's how I'm going to be super aggressive the next time somebody says something to me. I did not anticipate the next time something was said to me, it would be by a 107-year-old walking dead man. And that's what happened. <laughs> uh, at the YMCA, in the mornings, they do like uh, old people classes. I don't even know. It's just uh, a lot of the old people are in the gym. and They, they do just, their, yeah. they teach them how to be old. And... Yep, just, this is what you do. <laughs> this is all you're allowed to do. Don't do nothing else. You sit over there and don't make people look at you. You make people nope. sad. So don't stand right in their eyesight. <laughs> Okay. But this guy, I watched him look at my license plate and see me pull up. And then he walked up and he said, you know, some people actually need those handicapped spots. Maybe you shouldn't park there. And uh, and you said, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Chase, I'm a man of my word. I turned around and I took my glasses off and I said, what are you going to do about it? Okay. Interesting. Already too aggressive. Already. There was no reason for that. I had like three times the regular dose of pre-workout coursing through my veins. I'm fucking ready to pounce, dude. I am a leopard in a cage ready to go. His old skin will be like wet newspaper. I will fucking rip it apart. Uh, And I said, yeah, well, what are you going to do about it? Because I am handicapped. The license plate, you know, so there isn't levels to it. I can park wherever the fuck I want. And then he said, well, I was just, I said, well, you weren't minding your fucking business is what you should do, which is what you should do. All right. And then I stared at him until he walked away. Instead of saying it and walking away, I stared at him until he walked away. Uh, It was a bit aggressive, uh, but fuck you. Fuck you. You know what? Point received. Uh, So we're in the, a couple days pass. I see this old crusty fuck every day in the gym. He never, we never interact. He never crosses, we never cross paths. Uh, Cause he learned his gotten. <laughs> the did. other day I'm walking over to the row machine and every machine in the gym has a cup holder and a little hook to put a towel on or something under it. I walk over to the machine. I'm standing in front of it. I put my water bottle in it. I take the towel from around my neck and hang it on the hook. And that old motherfucker walks right in front of me and sets down on the machine and starts using it. Okay. Um, I like this old man. I like this old man so far. I, I'm on your side, but I like that I like I like that comeback. I don't think he did it on I don't think he actually did it on purpose. I don't think he was paying any fucking attention. But I said I've already came at this old man really hard. I'm gonna I'm not gonna say shit to him. Just because uh, a row machine is like, it's a full, like you're you're rowing, you're pulling back. And this old fuck sits down and he just goes, 
and then leaves. Like real so short. Like, little short Yeah, rows. he does like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, people are listening. He does little pussy-ass short rows that old crusty <laughs> fucks that shouldn't be in the gym do. He does about 20% range of motion, and he should keep his broken old ass at home and not dusted up the machines I'm trying to fucking use. That's right, we're ages. That's right. I don't right. give a fuck. <laughs> so, uh, he says that, and I know that he's only going to do like, he's going to just sit in front of it and just kind of shake the, the yeah, handles. Yeah, he's going to break his back, yeah. For, he's going to shake the handles for like 30 seconds and then move on. I've watched him wander around to whatever machine looks interesting to him at what time. So I didn't say anything about it. Just go ahead. He'll be done in 30 seconds. So I just stood there and waited. Didn't realize that I'm standing like, I'm like right behind him. Like this, like right on stand, top of him. Just fucking stand breathing in his ear. Spotting. Without realizing it. And this old fuck gets up and just walks away. With the sweat dripping all over the seat and the chest press that you put your chest against to do the row, soaking wet. There, literally, between every machine are buckets of Clorox wipes. I don't care. I don't care who you are. Wipe down the goddamn equipment. That's the, that, just wipe it down. You sweat all over it, wipe it down. It's fucking disgusting. Ah. So I said I'm not gonna say anything because I already bullied this old man the other day like too aggressively. So I'm I'm just gonna let him jump in front of me on this row, even though it was disrespectful as fuck. And I should kill his whole family. I should beat his entire family to death with that machine that he just cut in front of me to use. But I won't. I'll give him a pass today. But then he got up and didn't wipe the equipment. And he already got his one pass. You don't get a second pass. I have never not had headphones on in the YMCA. Listening to I'm listening to gospel hymns. As I go yeah. in there. And I said, as he started to walk away without wiping the sheen, just leaving his old geriatric fucking sweat. First, I know you need that moisture. Your dusty old ass can't afford to lose that much water right here on this machine. You better get back over here and get it. So he gets up to walk away, and I could not help myself. And I said, hey, you're not going to wipe it down? And uh, I said it at a perfectly reasonable volume to me. Because I have headphones on that are full volume. Um, yeah. The YMCA does not play any music. The inside of the gym is silent. Uh, except for me bullying some old man in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and the you took worst his parking part, spot. And now, now and you're not bullying him. And the worst part was he didn't hear me the first time. So I had to t- say it again. And I've already come so aggressive that I can't not be aggressive the second time. So he goes, what? And I said, you jumped in front of me on the machine and then you didn't wipe it down. You could at least wipe it down when you're done with it. And he stared at me for a good second and I, I saw his old ass weighing it out. I saw him and I like, I kind of respected it where he was looking at me. He's like, mm, all right. And then he decided right. to go wipe the machine down. He gets his wipes and he wipes it down. I go about my business. Later in the day, once... uh uh. Once I calm down, I harness my chi. I'm like, you know what? You came at that old man really hard. Uh, I should, I should not fuck with him anymore. I'll just, I'll just leave him alone. I'm not gonna apologize. I'll just leave him alone. And then you walk outside, and he was slashing your tires. <laughs> <laughs> He's kissing my wife. <laughs> Having dinner at your table. <laughs> He's eating sandwich in my house. My son's sitting on his lap. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> but I've, all right. So I'm not going to mess with this old man anymore. I'm just going to let it go. I've already come at him too hard. I'll just leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> and then without, there's this uh, kid in the gym working out and he's like a high school kid, I guess. And he's going for a machine and that old man jumps in front of him again, jumps in front of this dude in the machine and I tapped on and said, hey, you got to quit jumping in front of people when they're in. You saw that kid was waiting on the machine. You need to get up. He was using it, and you saw that when you jumped in front of him. <laughs> Wait, are you in your head? Are you going, stop? What What am I doing right now? Or Okay, so. Oh, no. I'm like, you need to get the fuck up, man. That kid was there. You saw that when you jumped in front of him. Because he looked at him and then jumped in front of him. And I said, you just knew he wouldn't say anything, or you didn't think he, you know. Like, I'm way too aggressive. And then, and then that kid picked up his bag. And went somewhere else. Because he was done. That's why he got up from the machine. He was done. Chase, that old man just stared at me. Other people looked at me. And look, 
for real, I went, fuck you. And then walked away. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Take off running. You just take off. <laughs> I just, just ran go. out like like on Friday. I just ran out my arms hanging behind me. <laughs> you gonna cry in the car. Bruh. You gonna cry in that handicapped car. There was a minute, there was a minute there where I was like, Oh, oh, you're the you're the bad guy now. You just became the bad guy, dude. Your whole life you fought for truth, justice, the American way. And now here you are, about to beat the shit out of some old man for using a piece of gym equipment after somebody else was done with it. But fuck that old man. I don't care. Fuck yeah. him. His, his I'm new side. His new balances side. are too white. His fucking shorts are too short. His old ass is too sweaty to not wipe the equipment down. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Excellent point. Could not have said it better. But I tell you um, what, until I yelled at that dude, I did not realize that the YMC does not play any music at all. Like, I yelled at yeah, him and then closed weird. my headphones and it's dead silent there. And I was like, oh. Oh, see, so they actually were playing music and then you yelled and the record scratched. <laughs> Hey, I think that I think that old guy with the Mohawks yelling at that other old man. This is the most exciting thing that happened at the YMCA today. Let's take this in. Man's just on his way to a swim class, <laughs> getting yelled at. Um, I'm a fucking uh, rock star, bro. Yeah, what happened? You beat up old I'm man just, too. I, I uh, beat up an old man and then dragged him up on stage. And, Fuck uh, yeah! I, I said, I, I tell the crowd what you did. Tell them what you did. Tell and what I just you sat did. there. I just sat there and watched him. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was uh, That's how I handle my uh, my interactions with old people. Um, no, man, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm just, I'm a theater act, bro. That's what it is. I just, I do theaters. If you, you if send you me that me fucking perform, picture. Bro, I, I performed. I mean, that was just Thursday. This is where I performed at last night. Let me send you. Let me send you another where, picture. Just cause, where were you? What city were uh, you in? So the first night I was in Olympia, which is the capital of Washington. Uh, it's, Never heard. It's of kind of it. like how. Yeah, it's kind of like how Baton Rouge is the capital uh, of Louisiana. Um, Never it's heard. It's New Orleans. Uh, yeah, dude. I, so a lot of these, uh, a lot of these places are just opening up at, uh, for the first time in over a year. And they keep asking me to be part of their shows. Like, they just keep going like, hey, you know who uh, would make this go well? Chase fucking Myers. And, yeah, I've been performing just way over my head lately. I've literally three of my last four shows have been at fancy shit fucking uh, theaters. Uh, yeah, I'm getting all my cursing out now because I couldn't do it there. Good, I, I, you I, do it there. So, I, okay, yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, uh, I performed uh, in Olympia. That was that first show I sent you. It had three upper decks. It had three levels. Uh, and the now, when you why... say when you say upper deck, uh, to some uncultured people such as myself, an upper deck is when you shit in the top tank of a uh, toilet or a commode, as uh, some might. Is it had three mean? of those. Yes, it had three. <laughs> like when you go, that's how fancy their bathrooms are. Is that they have like three seats on top of the toilet seat, and so, so and three, each three one, people could be shitting in a tree formation down. Yes. Wow. It's the most efficient. Th- yeah, and so that's and so I I sent you that picture, so you that's, have that. <laughs> and so that's what. That's and, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> it's I cried, dude. I cried. I sat Capitalism, cried, man. God damn. And man, it just. I just didn't know how emotional it was. I called that comic that shit his pants before the show that I had a few months ago. And I was like, bro, you're never going to believe this. Dude, this is this is paradise for you, man. This, this is, is where you should be. <laughs> this is where you should be. Come with, I know, I, I'll put in a word for you, dude. Come with me. I, I will show you, I will show you the land of three triple deckers, bro. I will show you. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, so this was the the best of the comedy underground, which is a comedy club in Seattle that is still not reopened. Uh, but the booker of the, the owner of that club uh, still wants to make money, so he slapped his <laughs> name all over these shows and called them the yep. best of the comedy underground. Even though I didn't see his crazy ass the whole time. Uh, this man, so the man that owns comedy underground, his name is John Fox, and uh, he has uh, uh, his like he's. He's owned the fucking club for 40 years. He's just 
just classic, like, uh, coked out, still kind of stuck in the 80s type dude. You get your Fuck check yeah. a month later. The, the best yeah. time to email him is one. <laughs> yeah, the best time to email him is one thirty in the morning because, like, he's yeah. up, like, yacked out of his mind. Like, uh, and uh, he fucking loves me. So he books me on all kind of stuff. And uh, I've never met a coke kid that didn't love you, to be honest with you. It's Not true, man. I just... I just they they see they see my heart. That's what it is. That's whenever you when you when you snort coke, you can see how people really are, and they see how genuine I am. And so, uh, so yeah. And he was like, also, I bet this man would love to shit with four other people. I bet that's something he would like to do. Uh, so yeah, I'm doing these uh, I'm doing these shows. I'm working with this guy Ellis Rodriguez, who is uh, he won the San Francisco comedy competition uh, a couple years ago, which John Fox also runs. And, uh, and it's just me and him. And, uh, dude, we just fucking kill. Oh, and Robert Pitty. Robert Pitty hosted, uh, who's another uh, local guy in Seattle. And uh, Pitty's got a funny story because he actually he actually managed the Comedy Underground. So John Fox owns it, but you'll never see him. It took, I mean, I, I, was, I was at that club twice a week for six or seven months before I ever ran into him. And, uh, and, and so, so Pitty would run, run it. Yeah, Pitty would run it. And they do this thing where... John Fox doesn't want to hire like a real professional to run the club, but he wants to give a comic fifty bucks a night to run the club. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's like the level of of what he's. And so because of that, the club has had. I mean, in the five years, four or five years that I've been here, it's had fifteen different managers. Right? Pity's one of the better ones, and uh, because he actually is best, like kind of. Better. He's kind of a, a better one for sure. I, I I would never say anything nice about Pity. He knows that, and so uh, he does a acceptable job of it. And he and so part of because it's only like fifty bucks a night or whatever. Uh, part of him being able to survive uh, and eat food and live is uh, they offered him to live above the comedy underground and like what used to be like apartments, but now they're just kind of like abandoned and uh and one of them is kind of put together right and so last i knew pity was living there right and then the pandemic <laughs> happened and then i was like is pity still stuck in the attic of the comedy underground like is that what's going on like has he just been living up there and so i asked him about it and then he gave me this whole story about how somebody told on him because he was living up there and that <laughs> because it doesn't have like any windows it's not actually like made uh. <laughs> like people shouldn't live there is what it, it's like the wichita condo but that was <laughs> like that was what it was so the he got kicked house. out so he got kicked out of the murder house in the middle of the pandemic <laughs> who the fuck would tell on you for that i think somebody they somebody they fired in the club some piece <laughs> so, of shit. Yeah, somebody they fired and they couldn't keep their mouth shut. They had to take everybody down with them. And uh, yeah, ass motherfucker. Uh, yeah, man. But I've been doing like I've had uh, like spotlights on me every night. Like like whole crews have been running my shows, dude. I'm so spoiled. Like remember last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was the last time that uh, I was performing <laughs> at a fancy ass. <laughs> like they were writing my initials on top of my water bottles and stuff like that. And like God, yeah, I, it's just I I need a loud ballroom with the TVs on because I'm about to be like I'm about to be so insufferable to talk to. Because I've just been pampered like crazy, and so come down I, here. We'll do mangoes daiquiris again. Come down thanks. here. Thanks. I need to, dude. I need to do a mangoes tour where got the whole I just crowd facing the other way. I need a crowd not looking at me. I need a crowd that's not there for comedy. I need this that to happen. happen to them. Happen. Yeah, to I, that's what they think. It happened to Adam. But yeah, dude. I don't know. Uh, I, I. It feels so weird because. Um, I'm definitely not as sharp as I was before the pandemic, and so it feels so weird that I'm getting all these fancy shit uh, gigs <laughs> while while I'm still like feel like I'm figuring it out. Like I don't feel right. like I'm fully in the zone. I, I have my moments, you know. Like uh, whenever I was on tour for those two weeks back to back in uh, OKC and Little Rock, I was hitting pretty hard then. But then I came back and went back to work, and right. you know had like a week in between shows and stuff. Little it wasn't like the every night. Yeah, it wasn't. I was just being, you know, just salt of the earth, uh, you know, just one of the people, and staying humble, staying, just trying to stay humble. Uh, mm -hmm. But the devil's after me, bro, and I, 
I, I like it. I like what he's selling. You know, he's selling, he's selling these, these big-ass theaters I've been performing. But I yeah, know, so man, I did, Buy it then, dude. Give me your soul. It sounds I, like a good deal. I did, what am I even doing with it? What am I even doing with my soul right point. now? It's not like, That's I mean, I'm not the one out there, you know, uh, <laughs> talking to young Christian men and trying to get them to go to the YMCA. That's me. Like, I'm not... That's, that's you. Me. That's what you do. Yeah. You're using your there. soul. I'm, I'm out there giving my soul back to the community, putting it back into the world, trying to bring yeah. peace and justice and vengeance and righteousness. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I did, I, did, I did one in Olympia. The next night, last night, was in uh, Longview, Washington, which is somewhere I'd never been before. Uh, but yeah, so the other part, I guess I need to let this out. It's not that I'm selling out these huge theaters. It's that these huge theaters are actually good for social distancing. So, mm. uh, they could spread people out better in there. So that has a little bit to do with why these big venues are calling me because it's not like they're selling out these thousand seat places. They're selling 200 seats of the thousand. And, uh, but still, uh, I, right. I'm I mean, telling everybody I sold out all these theaters. I don't give a fuck. I'll, t- um, I'll back your story up all fucking day. I dare somebody to say you have it. I fucking they won't. Dare, I fucking That's dare you. That's the thing. They won't. <laughs> they know they won't. But yeah, man, I'm a rock star. I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm out here doing theaters now, bro. Just straight theater act. God damn, dude. I'm ready to. That's what uh, I do. I'm, I'm ready to do some comedy, but I, you know, we got daiquiri bars down here where people are surprised it happened at them. So I. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be in a theater anytime soon unless it's to see Batman or something. Uh, let's I say saw uh, <clears throat> I saw Lafayette. I mean, they they got a great uh, like summer series going. It looks like uh, even nah, though it's dude. underwater right now. I saw I saw it when it drizzled and now all of Louisiana's underwater. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, it's it's gone again. They washed those. It's gone. The state's gone. I'm in Mississippi. I live in Mississippi now. The state's gone. Oh. Like just. I like how you brought the room with you. You just packed up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. well, this is what I floated in on. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. The set to Buckets of Duckets is what I floated in on. So you landed in Mississippi. I understand. Yeah, it was like the... Discovered Mississippi. Have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? You know how the tornado just... (laughs) Wait, Twister? I'm the cow in Twister. Oh, okay. Now I understand. Uh... I've been watching. But no, this. I saw they were having oh. uh they're they're having a lot of big names come through, including uh nah. Mr. Carlos Mencia. Nah, dude, I'm not doing shit with Lafayette anymore. They bring in Carlos Mencia, I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. They were gonna let me open for Todd Berry, and then they changed their mind because he he's bringing an opener. That's that's the third straw. It's technically two. Third straw, I'm done. I'm so big. Done. That's why that I second straw was so right big. Now. It was like three. I, I, I saw it. Your I whole close off. I'm closing off my heart right now. Left your whole body done. language changed. You're done. Yeah, you cocaine's have... wouldn't fuck with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you might have weirdos wear Batman suits to open mics, but you're not gonna have Josh Watson. No, I didn't mean. I fucking love Lafayette. Uh, yeah, they all, ever every summer they have a lot of those shows come through. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, getting on some of them. Uh, when they do, they have like the worst beer garden. They do. Is it Club Three Three Seven, which is in the hotel, which is uh, where all the the bigger names the go? The Double Tree, the Double Tree in the hotel. I can't tell you which hotel, but there are two trees involved. You ever heard that joke? <laughs> I have heard that joke. <laughs> um, have you have you uh, experienced the? Uh, oh, is it different? So down here, you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated anymore. Right. But how do you know if you're if people are vaccinated or not? Right. Right. I, okay. I was wondering that. Yeah. I've just still been wearing my mask for the most part. Uh, because I would be more mad if somebody asked me to prove I was vaccinated than I would be if somebody told me to put on a mask. But then down here, nobody's challenging. Excuse me, America. <laughs> well, down there, it, it's like the opposite. Up here, people shame uh, people not wearing masks. And there, it goes the other way. Like, people yeah. are like... Look at you weird when you're wearing one. Yeah. Or they'll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. But uh, I'm still. I'm still wearing uh, my mask around. But I've been watching this uh, show called Sixty Days In. Have you heard about it? Have you ever heard of no. it? No. Have you heard about, heard this? about this? You seen this? You heard about, about this? this? You seen this? <laughs> huh? All CNN is doing a documentary on the late night story. The story of late. Oh night. really? 
Yeah, uh, it'll be on Hulu or whatever CNN streams on when it's done, but I don't know if you knew that or not. Cause you got no, I don't. I'm going to watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch I, the hell out of that. I can't get enough of the the Letterman, the Leno, Late Night Wars. The Conan. Yeah, all of that shit is just fucking fascinating. Um, oh, six days in. So the it's a TV show. They take a prison, and they send like seven or eight people in undercover to find whatever's in the jail, and it's a reality show that follows them around and they're Wait, locked in find whatever's in the jail it's like a scavenger like, hunt uh, type thing or no, no, no. <laughs> no like uh, if there's corruption or like how they're getting drugs in they're supposed to be undercover to find information on how to make the jail better supposedly okay. right so they just take random people and put them like uh the first season this woman was like I'm a stay-at-home mom of two and I think the prisoners have it too easy and you're like oh they're gonna eat you alive when you get in there Cheryl Go Let's in do there. this. Her name was Barbara. Her name was fucking Barbara. I was, like, I was pretty close. She's I was fucking close. dead. <laughs> and uh, so watching that show has turned into uh, it's I can't stop. I, I watch it. If I'm watching it on the computer and I get up to leave the room, I put I downloaded the fucking Discovery Plus app on my phone so that I don't ever have to not be watching these motherfuckers in prison. I just want to see all of it, dude. Every bit of I can't get enough of it. And it's starting to affect my life. I think that's why I keep challenging that old man. Now I'm just staring at motherfuckers in their face. I come over. I just took somebody's lunch today at the mall. I just took somebody's fucking lunch. They walked my from Razor Cane's with a tray. And I took it. And I said, this is my tray. And then I just sat down and ate it. I made them sit down and watch me too. I said, you sit right there. <laughs> Don't you ever think about getting Razor Cane's without paying me first. Okay. <laughs> so this show is it's fucking. If you get Razor Cane's, we get Razor Cane's. <laughs> So the show is great, but it's turned it. But they can drop out at any time. The oh, okay. I was what I, I was wondering if Barbara was like wearing a do rag now and like sharpening like uh, a fork. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. Barbara made it like the whole time. Like she blended in perfectly. Uh, and she was the one who was like, "My husband's in the military." Anybody that describes himself as a military wife, totally. Any, I don't even. Um, Anybody that listens to this podcast that has ever been in the military, if somebody describes himself as a military wife, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Like that is the the upper echelon of the Karen scale of horrible women. The final boss. Yeah, that's yes, yeah, that is the final boss. Because you're not <laughs> married to the military. You're you have a husband who's in the military, but the first thing that describes you is your husband's job. That says a lot about your personality. If the main factor anyway uh so i was like oh she's gonna be fucking terrible and she fucking blended in and did great but then dude it just becomes who's dropping out next oh he ain't gonna make it look he's soft and i heard a guy call a co old noodle ass softy and he told him you soft as cotton and i can't stop trying to fit noodle ass softy into i'm gonna call that old man noodle ass softy monday at the gym there's there's a uh, there's a basketball player uh, Jimmy Butler right he plays for the Heat and a uh, uh, couple years ago uh, he played for Minnesota right mm -hmm. and uh, he got them in the playoffs they hadn't been in the playoffs in a long time Jimmy Butler's nickname is Jimmy Buckets he's a tough like hard nosed dude uh, he's like he's a fucking winner right and uh, he hated his fucking teammates he had this dude Carl Anthony Towns on the team. Uh, and Andrew Wiggins, and he saw them as being soft, right? Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so the the next year, so he gets traded to Minnesota the season before, in the middle of the season, he gets them to the playoffs, and then the next year he he's like, I don't, I I was traded here, I didn't pick to be here, I want the fuck out of here, right? And so he doesn't. It's like so he does Kenny Powers shit. Atlanta, you're <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> So he doesn't he doesn't show up uh, to training camp for a while, and it's this whole like what's going on with Jimmy Butler? He doesn't show up, and he's saying he doesn't want to play for the team, the whole thing. And then he does show up one day, and he shows up like fucking ready to go. He busts in in the middle of practice, and he goes, "All y'all fucking need me. This is for real. This is like reporters, everybody. All y'all fucking need me." And then he took. 
all the bench players. He took like the third string players and he said, I want those four bums on my team and I'm going to play the rest of the starters. And then he beat the starters with all these bums and was yelling at the coach about, you better fucking trade me because you guys need, and like the whole thing, just doing the whole thing. The immediately after the practice, he had, he had an interview with ESPN or Rachel Nichols scheduled. So he go like he had, this was his plan for the day. This is how he was going to get out of Minnesota. He was going to go yeah. in, wreck the fucking practice. I'm going to take these bums and fucking dunk on you with them. And then he goes to Rachel Nichols and she's like, Jimmy, what's going on? He's like, I just want to win. I want out of here, blah, blah, blah. So they trade him. God damn. He goes. He goes to Philly. They get to the playoffs, and now he's finally out of his contract, and then he decides to sign with Miami. He goes play for Miami last year, gets them all the way to the NBA Finals, loses to LeBron, right? So after all that shit talking, he still he backed it up because then he finally gets to oh, a good yeah. team, and he goes to the NBA Finals. They didn't win, but they weren't projected to win. They were the underdog anyway, you know? Uh, okay, so fast forward. One of the dudes that was on that Minnesota team, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, that Jimmy doesn't like, this is gonna get a little so he lost a lot of people in his family uh to covid like he his mother a couple people passed away he got in a really bad car wreck he had like injuries it took him like most of the season to get back on the court playing a couple weeks ago they played jimmy butler and he don't give a fuck about none of that and they caught, <laughs> they caught him they caught him on mic like, you can hear him when you watch the game telling Carl Anthony Towns, who just lost his whole family and fought to get back on, you softer than baby shit, motherfucker. It was just... <laughs> God damn. Carl, this man's soft as baby shit. <laughs> like, like, two seasons. It's been two years since whatever beef they had Good. <laughs> when he played for them. Hold like, that grudge the, forever. The world has changed. Nope. <laughs> and, the hate and, and is hard, didn't. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets is still, he's still giving you buckets. So, yeah. Soft Bruh, as baby shit. I fucking shit. love that. Like, yeah. I fucking love that. This show yeah, has I had, made I, me... The, it's, it, I, I'm so much more confrontational now. That story you just told me is making me. I, I'm feeling amped now. Yeah. But it's That's become my, a yeah. So this show has become a like who is gonna leave first game for me? Right. And I. It's almost watching. like Survivor, but it's <laughs> it's prison. Literally, it's like <laughs> it's naked and afraid in prison. In prison. And. uh <laughs> There, the third season. I think it was the third season, or maybe the fourth season. That's I've never even heard of this it. show. I didn't it's realize it was that great. many seasons. Oh, okay. it's fucking great. I've watched. All right, so I've watched every intervention and locked up there ever was, and uh, too much. And I was going on A and E to flip through to see if there was one of those I haven't watched enough yet. And I found this <laughs> maybe they show. did a reunion special or something. Something. And I watched this. <laughs> maybe somebody fell off the wagon and they got a show about it. <laughs> And then I watched this, I watched the first episode, and I'm fucking hooked. And the third or fourth season, I've been waiting, from the moment I watched it, I've been waiting for this contestant to be on it, and I didn't know when he was. It turns out it was the third or fourth season, and dude, when I saw his fucking face, I got so excited. All right, this dude is like four foot six, and like 88 pounds. Yeah. A grown man, and his name yeah. is Gerson. And he has a voice that talks like this. <laughs> Gerson. Gerson, dude. <laughs> no the second you apply to go into prison. Fights you... <laughs> like Gerson, no one. I'm not right. <laughs> The second you apply to go into prison, they should look at it and go, your name is Gerson. I don't think you're right for this program. You should just, <laughs> you should just go do something that you won't get that you'll survive. You better but put some bass in your voice, okay? This is... Oh, dude. So he's like a he works with troubled youth. Okay. And he's, you can he's got see... his own uh, scare him straight program. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, motherfucker! He made me think of. Do you remember with the motivational speaker that wanted to teach Cartman a lesson? Oh like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's almost what he sounded like. It's it wasn't quite that high, but it's cartoonishly high pitched voice and I'm just like dude they're gonna eat this motherfucker alive and he's like I really think my personality's gonna win people over and I'll reach their hearts and I can find out and I'm like dude you're not gonna make no you're way. not gonna make the fucking no way 
the night before they go in, the first fucking episode, the night before they go to prison, he calls and he's like, you know what? Uh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people like me that much. And he, he drops out after talking shit. Like, all through the train, and he's like, it's going to be hard, but, you know, I'm going to do it because I need to reach these people, and I want to blah, blah, blah. And as it's getting closer, he's like, well, I know it's going to be really hard, but, uh, I mean, I, got, I guess I got to do it, you know. Uh. <laughs> and he fucking dropped out. I was so excited to see his, his little ass in prison to see what was going to happen to him, and he dropped out before it happened. Bro, I've been watching this show so much, I, I check people. I stare people down until I look away. I just take people's food from them all the time. Just a certain now. dominance everywhere. Bruh, just an alpha everywhere. Dominating <laughs> every situation I'm in. If an old man wants to park here, he can fucking find another spot. How about that? How about that? Get off my row machine, old man. I'm going to be honest with you. Deep down in my heart, I hope that old man dies over the weekend so that I don't ever have to face him again <laughs> at the YMCA. <laughs> We can't keep having people you get in beefs with dying. Like, that's not... <laughs> I can easily explain it. Everyone I get in beef with is old. I beef... I beef... I beef uh, geriatric. I beef old, bro. That's what I do. <laughs> Age ain't nothing but a number. I'll fuck you up no matter what, dude. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> 60 Days In, it's on a &E, and it's the greatest fucking show. Uh, it, I learned a lot of stuff about prison. Like I don't want to go. Still don't want to go. Still don't nah, want to go. It's not. They my, really. They really don't sell it well. Like that's it, my. You know. It's for real. That my worst fear would be locked inside of a place. Not. Not like a. I've been in once you're in the. I've been in the military, and I did well in it. So, it's not the same, but it's sort of the same. And I feel like I could fit into a prison system, and survive and be okay. Probably run it. I'd probably run the whole fucking place within a week or two. Probably. Now you're talking yourself into it. All right. Okay. <laughs> this is going. I'm like, I don't want to be there, but you know what? Actually, I'd probably be the fucking Actually, king. I'd kill I'd everybody and run king. that motherfucker. <laughs> I'll put heroin in my asshole to get it in there if that's what it takes. I don't care. Okay, that's what kings uh, do. That's king shit. <laughs> but, bro, it's, uh, I don't, that dude hasn't seen, what they walk out and they're like, oh, it's the first son I've seen and. 60 days. I'm like, man, they don't even get to go outside. And it's so funny because every every single person, after a couple of days in, does the interview where they're like, oh, jail fucking sucks, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, Why did I volunteer to be here? You're like, yeah, why did you? It does suck. You didn't know yeah. that. You didn't know. I knew it was going to be hard, but like, it's really hard. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> because I always have to reference Chris Rock. Uh, he has a joke where he talks about like people saying that like prisons need to be tougher. And he's like, no, prisons are fucked up. Like they're not. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, they're they're not a good place. They're not soft yeah. at all. Nah, nah. And I tell you what, though, sure, I might could run one if I ended up in there, but do I want to? No. Would I run it if right. I did? Probably. Uh, absolutely I would <laughs> they call me King Gerson Little Prince Gerson I wanted that dude to be in the whole season I was like I'm gonna see a murder on TV there's no way they're not gonna eat this dude so, I'm gonna see him used as a fleshlight cause he's so little do they uh, so they start off it's it's like these are the contestants this year these are the people that are going in do they all go into the same prison at the same time it's or are the they same... like at different prisons or are you watching multiple stories or yes uh it's they usually train them in i think there's six or eight people a season and they train them in most they don't know each other's in the program so they're all in the same jail but in different pods like different little like sections with a day room and then all the cells they're in different ones and they don't know who else is in the program so sometimes they find out the other guy is or not so that's kind of interesting but um I mean, dude, they're like, you know who they are, and they're in jail, and they give them these cover stories that aren't always really good. <laughs> and, like, the first couple of seasons when they're still figuring it out, uh, prisoners would see through the bullshit stories, like, instantly. And one dude got... Oh, so they give them a background? Oh, yeah, they give them a fake backstory, and uh, they really work it out in the first couple of seasons, because, like, uh, the stories don't hold up, because they, they check them, because they don't have anything but time on their hands, so they're just checking them and then they had this one dude go in his name was tony 
And he's in like two seasons because they just keep sending him back. And I think he's a sheriff in real life. This motherfucker goes into a jail and just becomes the king of the jail within like an hour. <laughs> it's like hey, he's man. running the fucking jail. He's smuggling drugs and then just turning them over. Like, it's fucking crazy. But the guards don't know that the people are contestants on a show. They think they're just filming oh, a documentary. Not yeah, even nobody, the guards know. No. Only uh, the only the main prison, like the sheriff that runs the prison knows. That way they can catch the guards being corrupt. And they catch a lot of dirty ass guards. Which yeah. is kind of funny. Um, uh, it's, man. Can't get enough. That's that's, uh, that's that's interesting because then, then it's not even like that. Uh, like you don't even have like a, a base you could go to. If like fuck, if I just get around a guard, at least then I know I'm safe. Like no, you're in jail. Like that's legit. They give like, them. You're in jail. Uh, they'll give them a distress signal. Mm-hmm. And like one of one of the seats, it's like you put your hands behind your head like this and walk around in front of the camera. But like if somebody's about to kill you, they have to figure out a story <laughs> for the production over. crew to come in. And pull you out to not expose your cover. So they act like they're filming a documentary on the whole jail. Just a random documentary. And then they have to interview other inmates too to try to keep their cover. It's really good, man. I can't get enough of it. I'm like uh, four or five seasons in. It's, I love it. But uh, as the show goes on, they start putting, like every season is like cop, stay-at-home mom, blah, 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 liberal. You know, like they always try to get every different type of personality. But as the seasons go, they just start adding, like, a super fan. <laughs> like, this guy loves the show, so let's just put him in prison. <laughs> okay. Never works out. Not one time has it no, worked out. No, of course not. The guy, like, one guy was like, yeah, I was in the Army, so I think it'll be fine. And, like, two hours in, he's like, I'm out. I'm not going to do this. It's so hard. I should have just stayed at home and watched it. <laughs> I just like the show. Yeah, I should yeah, just dude, watch the yeah, show. Yeah, dude, you, you could just sit at home at your house and watch it. <laughs> None of this would happen. Yeah, man. But they always edit it. Because it's reality TV, so they edit it where they show somebody looking at somebody, and then it's like, I'm going to kill that motherfucker, just randomly over the background. So you're like, oh, shit. And then since it's streaming, there is no commercial break, so then it cuts right back to that not happening. And you're like, god damn it. (laughs) You motherfuckers. Because you know how they edit that around to where it looks like. Oh, yeah. Right before commercial break. Make it look like they're standing next to each other. Yeah, Yeah. dude, fucking nothing. Not one person has killed anybody on that show yet. (laughs) What a fucking ripoff. I've killed more people in this podcast than they've killed the <laughs> uh, there's right, a, uh, Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. There's a, this is a random short note. There's a store out here called Sacred Earth. I went and donated blood uh, yesterday. I have O negative blood. Uh, they will pay me for it, so I charge them to give me, to take my yeah, blood. Yeah, top dollar. Now, I, I, like to, I like to donate because uh, it always... The day after you donate, whenever you make new blood, I feel extra powerful and potent and virile and strong as fuck. Uh, but the like you can take training, over a prison. Like I, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> the bag that they were putting my blood in, like, kind of slipped off the little thing and fell down. The girl that was taking my blood said, "Uh oh." And I said, what, is it eating through the bag? My blood's super potent. You're going to have to water it down with some weaker person's normal blood. And uh, there was a guy next to me, and I almost went like this nerd, but I stopped myself right before <laughs> yeah. I did it. <laughs> but there's a Perfect. store right next to the blood center, and it's called Sacred Earth. And they had this giant banner that they had made and hung up that says, We aren't scared. And it has a picture of a mask. <laughs> but the mask, like this, I didn't get a picture of it. I wish I would have chased. The ma- it's a regular mask. But the straps of the mask are curled up into a devil horn. <laughs> Man, people just want, they just want to be attacked. <laughs> and it's in Mandeville, and it's like some crystal shop or something. So it's like some rich lawyer or doctor out here is an asshole hippie wife. Who hey, to open up don't a rock believe shop. these masks. <laughs> believe these rocks, okay? Right? That's where it's at, okay? This I mask see. stuff, they're just trying to get in your head with all this mask stuff. But you know what you need? A crystal in your left pocket. That's what you need. They just want your money. I want to sell you CBD oil and these crystals <laughs> that are purify your soul. That's what I want to do. I don't know why. But you, uh, I don't know why the I, devil wants you to cover your face. It just, I love to think that they had to... They came up with that design, found a place that to make it, like, call... It's the whole Matt Lauer's death situation all over again. 
from earlier in the podcast. I really wish I had gone with Matt Damon. I should have said Matt Damon. You always go with Matt Damon. I'm going to live with regret of this for the rest of my podcasting career that I said Matt Lauer. And I know you fucks aren't ever going to let me forget it. You also said he hosted The Tonight Show. It was, I mean, coming out It was not a good, look. It was tough. You know what? It was not. What did he host? The Today Show. It's the Today Today Show. Show. Well, fuck Matt Lauer. He doesn't host anything now. That's right. Uh, you want to hear our reviews for last week? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Our, our, uh, our, the Buckets of Duckets reviewer, Joey Wheeler. Oh, uh, shit. I have Okay. Every other time I've read them before, I didn't know, I haven't read this. I didn't know he had yeah. commented on this one. Hey, here's it. So, if, do you, do, if you remember correctly, uh, last week, uh, you threatened to end his entire bloodline? That doesn't sound like me. I don't. Think uh, that's... I, I didn't think I read it. And I was like, I don't know. Eh, that doesn't seem Josh? like my my sweet my sweet angel Josh. That doesn't sound. Where's like that at the YMCA? <laughs> precious baby Josh. That doesn't seem right. That seems like uh, something that might have been said in jest, possibly, hypothetically, so, allegedly. Uh, so he starts off. It's the emoji with the big eyes, the shocked <laughs> eyes, the uh, and uh, a bunch of dots, and then he goes, all right. I'm as fired up, but he doesn't say fired. He uses he uses the fire emoji. So I'm as fire emoji up as I can be right now. This Josh character, <laughs> this Josh character has pushed me to my limits. While this fool withers and decays with his bronze stroking off looking ass, which I didn't. So now he's a wrestling fan because I I, I think that's the first uh, Strowman reference he made. Ron Stroganoff uh, is pretty good. That's actually pretty I mean, good. We've established this kid is fucking hilarious. This kid That's is great. pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be, here comes, bro. He's, he's fucking training. I'll be working my body to its peak physical condition. Every moment I spend honing this weapon that is my body, you'll be one step closer to death. <laughs> In my bloodline? All caps. <laughs> you can't even end a proper sentence. You're not on my dad's level. <laughs> Loud, screaming at you. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Chase, Chase, I'm sorry, but you're not even prettier than my pug, Roxy. Uh, because, look, first off, we both know that's a lie, Joey. We all know that. And if, that, if that's not true, that's a handsome-ass pug you got. Look, pugs are cute, okay? Pugs I, are I, I, used to, I used to have one myself, okay? Uh, so I'm not as offended as you said. And also, I can't hear you through how pretty I am. So, Chase, I'm sorry, but you're not even prettier than my pug, Roxy. Josh, you should start wearing makeup because you're an overinflated balloon clown. <laughs> me, me and my best friends are going to make a better podcast soon, and we're going to take y'all out. We got a challenger, bro. We got a challenger. Like, we ain't, like we ain't took out Dead Cell Comedy. Yeah. Like, we ain't took out the Dead Beats of Comedy. Go like, ask, we ain't fucking... Go, go listen to Alan and Dan's podcast. Oh! Go oh, fucking find them. Oh. Go find them. All right? Uh, go find their different. second podcast they start. Oh! 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 Uh, oh uh, I'd link to it, but wait. Oh! oh okay. You don't ever fight Chase or Josh. You always fight Chase and Josh, motherfucker. That's right. That's right. Ain't no one-on-one. All right? Ain't no one-on-one. Y'all uh, soft as baby shit. Y'all soft as baby shit up in here. I don't care if you lost your oh, whole family. You soft as baby shit. Soft as Charmin in this motherfucker. Uh, 10 out of 10. We got a 10 out of 10 on the episode. Right. So he still, he still enjoyed the episode. You got a 4 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 7 out of 10. And Joey oh, gave God. himself... Joey gave himself a 10 out of 10 and then said, smell you later, losers. So, I mean, this kid is phenomenal. I, If this is really a kid, uh, I, I hope that he will let me adopt him. I don't even know. I, like, I, I, This is beautiful. I don't even know what to say. I just, I'll marry your dad, Joey. Let's do this, man. <laughs> me and your pops will just raise you together. And it'd be a whole thing, man. I... Yeah, I, uh, I, that, so we thought it was Matt, we thought last week it was our buddy Matt Brown. That threw me off the scent a little of Matt Brown. That's nope. a little, that's not quite a Matt Brown type Matt comment. Brown wouldn't, he wouldn't make a, he wouldn't make a wrestling pull that deep. Also, I angered Matt Brown this week. I meant to tell you that. I made him mad. Oh, oh, did you? 
<laughs> so a guy down the street was uh, uh, giving away uh, some kind of furniture, and my wife wanted us to go get it. It didn't fall out. It didn't fall out of the car, and I didn't smash it. Okay. Safely transported it home. But he was talking about how he had to get rid of a whole all this stuff because he was moving out. And bro, I don't give a fuck. I saw a wrestling truck, and I was like, "Do you have?" Toys is trying to get rid of because I collect or any kind of weights or anything. So I got a whole bunch of those old like uh, sand filled weights and bars. I got all kinds of stuff down the garage now from this dude. And he gave me some uh, Star Wars guns and a couple of planes. And I don't know dick about Star Wars. Uh, I know it's in space. Like I've seen it. I think most of them. I know them. it's in space. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> I know it's like a robot or some type of some type of like I don't know, man. I, now look, some, some. I love the Mandalorian. I got three of them right there. But I, I'm not. I don't know a lot about Star Wars. So these, it was like these. Um, blaster rifles or cannons or whatever and see i don't know what to call them so i took a picture and i messaged matt brown who was a walking encyclopedia of star wars and i was like hey uh what are these and then he sent back a serial number and like there are tg four thousands that were sent from that were mainly uh issued out to military droids on the separatist army on this planet and i was like i just meant like these are star wars right <laughs> these are some star wars stuff huh and then he sent me a, a picture of hulk hogan and he goes hey who's this guy in this your favorite wrestler hank hogan that's what you just did to me you motherfucker <laughs> and then no shit for the rest of the day he would send me insulting questions about wrestling what's that what's that wrestler you like's favorite move what's the name hank hogan what's his f- finisher the hanky leg and I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> okay, okay. I, man. You got me. <laughs> What's it, Macho Man Sandy Savage? Is that who it is? is that... <laughs> Macho Man Sandy Random, isn't that her name? But um, so the Braun Stroganoff reference, which is great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really good. I mean, uh, <laughs> this poor kid. I mean, I'm sorry whenever we actually see you, but. I mean, you're at least making us laugh before we take. Oh, you I'm out. definitely yeah. gonna beat the shit out of you when I see. You. I'll yeah. for real. Uh, I'll, I'll for real. I'm gonna physically hurt you. But yeah. <laughs> this is. It's been fun. It's been fun. You know, like how a cat will slap around a mouse before it eats it. Yeah, that's kind of that's what we're doing right now. We're just that's what's going on right now. I'm just enjoying it, man. I'm just. Just sometimes you want to play before you eat. You know what I'm saying? I like to play. I'll tell with you my what, food. though. Uh, if we ever did like a Nick Jr. kids version of Buckets of Duckets, I might let Joey, I might let Joey be a co-host of it. Buckets of Duckets Jr. Yeah, I yeah, think. dude, you could probably if we could get that on the Noggin app or YouTube Kids. <laughs> I, I'm Braun Stroganoff is so fucking good. I, I, keep, <laughs> I can't stop chuckling about it. Uh, Stroganoff is like a big thing in my childhood. Like it was one of our favorite meals growing up, and it's still one of my favorites. <laughs> so it just that really hit home. Well done, yeah. Joey. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry that your whole family is going to have to end now. I'm, I'm sorry about your family, buddy. But wow. man, <laughs> keep threading that gold, though, bro. God <laughs> damn. All right, man. You, you got anything else? You ready to get out of here? Let's I got it, oh, man. So I've been eating rice with every meal nonstop, yeah. and I've been using a pressure cooker, and uh, it's been it drives me fucking crazy. Because if you don't get the lid exactly on right, or you don't get the pressure valve exactly on right, it'll leak, and then your rice burns. And I was like, well, this was so much easier than cooking rice in a pot. What do I do now? Chase, turns out, are you ready for this? I, I don't There's know. There's a fucking machine <laughs> that's just called a rice cooker. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. We haven't talked okay. about this yet. I thought the pressure cooker was a rice cooker. Oh, that was not you were you were calling it's it a, a rice cooker. It was not. It's a pressure cooker. Has uh like thirty buttons on front, but one of them is white rice. You press it, boom, it cooks the rice. But when the lid's not on right, or rice gets in it, it doesn't seal. It never makes pressure. It'll burn your rice. Chase a fucking rice cooker. Twenty dollars. You pour rice and, and chicken broth into it because you don't use water unless you're a, uh, unless you're a, ho- a homemade. Then you can use water in your rice. But I use chicken broth. You put a lid on it. There's literally one button. You push that button down, and the light says cook. And then when that button pops up and that light goes to warm, that means you eat it. It's so fucking easy. I do it 
every day eight times, and it hasn't blown up in our face once. Amazing. It's the most uh, beautiful our, thing ever. Our buddy Grant Fletcher, a couple episodes ago, when you talked about it, I don't know if you saw his comment, but he commented on the YouTube page. Which, by the way, guys, keep doing that. We we like I like we may not comment back. We'll probably just like it, but. I mean, we'll talk about you on here. So, <laughs> I mean, we don't know this Joey kid, and we've got three episodes out of him. So keep fucking doing it. Uh, but yeah, he said uh, you can also make cheesecake in a rice cooker. Did you see like that he cheesecake. commented that? I saw that. What? Uh, I did see that. I don't like cheesecake. Uh, cheesecake is huh. the one. Yeah, cheesecake is one of the sweets I don't like. Like uh, uh, Michelle loves cheesecake. It is the one yeah. of the few sweets that's totally safe in this house. I'll never eat it. I don't like cheesecake. Whoa. Yeah, I love cheesecakes. Strawberries I'm sure, on it, I'm sure there's good cheesecake. And if, like, I think I've had a lime cheesecake that was okay. Or I just, cheesecake, I'll never pick a cheesecake. I'll never, I usually don't want to try it. I, it's just not my thing. Don't like cheesecake hmm. at all. I'm about to order a cheesecake. Don't ever mention so cheesecake to me again. I'm so disgusted <laughs> with what you just said. <laughs> no, next I, episode, I'm starting eating a cheesecake. That's how this goes. I love carrot cakes, so don't listen to me. I don't know shit about nothing. Don't oh, listen yeah. to me. I what eat what are you doing cakes, over so, there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even mean. like the combination of those two words. I don't want to put a carrot in my, a carrot in my cake. Get out oh, of here. Oh, I, I want my birthday cake to be carrot cake every time. Every fucking I think time. we have to end the show right now. I think I think it's time to I think it's time to go. Uh, guys, thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you subscribe uh, on any podcast platform you may be listening to on YouTube as well. Right above Josh's finger, if you click right there, uh, you can uh, it, it'll it'll send it right to your grandma. You can let your whole family know uh, that this show is going on. Uh, do that. Uh, one more. Let's get another five-star review. Uh, Morgan, you only half count, but we appreciate you doing it. Uh, but it's not the nice same. Try. We want a stranger. We want a stranger to do it. So hey, all you strange fucks out there, listen to this every week. Uh, you do it. Five-star review of your Apple Podcast listener. Uh, thank you so much for the support we've been getting as a podcast. We've been getting our numbers have been going up a lot. It's on the been podcast, great. So yeah, thank you that. very much, uh, Joey. Keep telling your friends about us, bullying you because apparently they're listening and loving it because you don't have any real friends in your life or love or strength. Joey, look at this. Look at this, Joey. This is a brand new 30-pound dumbbell that it I was, just bought, Joey. It look was right there. Fuck it, it look at right this. It was right there, Frankie. Right Guess what, Joey? Guess what, Joey? A fucking nose right there, Joey. You know what these <laughs> are? Both Joey, these are fucking shoulder presses, Joey. Joey. What's your dad doing right now, Joey? Joey. You know shoulder presses? Joey, no. what's your dad doing, Joey? <laughs> Joey, is your dad sleeping or is he doing shoulder presses right now? Which one? We know. Ah. We know the answer, Joey. We know the answer. All right, everybody. Bye.